Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the D Hour Network. I'm your host, Marcia Fatterson, for your help. I want to welcome everyone on. Tonight is March the 29th, Sunday of 2020. I mean, this year has been so fast. I can't believe we're in the month of March and we're approaching Passover, and it is it is wonderful that we're in the month of March and we're getting ready to have the Passover feast. So I just want to welcome everyone back on my show because we've had taken a break here. But tonight I'm really, really, really honored. I'm really, um, I'm just grateful that Dr. Lorraine Day is going to be our guest tonight. And I've been following her for years and years and following her with her book, her studies, her testimony of her healing herself with cancer. Dr. Renee Lorraine Day is a promoted um, alternative medicine. She has cured herself of cancer. She's written many good books. She was an orthopedic doctor in San Francisco in the mid-'80s. And I want to welcome Dr. Day on our show. Dr. Day, I want to thank you for being on our show most of all, I want to thank you for taking out time from your family and just coming on our show and having a conversation with us. Well, thank you very much for having me. Dr. Day, um, can you give our listening audience a background of who you are, uh, your journey on this wellness and as an orthopedic doctor in San Francisco in the 80s? Just give them a picture of who you are and what you've done because you've been a okay. trailblazer for many people. Okay. I uh, am an orthopedic trauma surgeon. I was uh, chief of orthopedic surgery at San Francisco General Hospital. I was also vice chairman and associate professor of orthopedic surgery at the University of California, San Francisco Medical School for 15 years. And I uh, am trained as an orthodox medical doctor. And uh, I should put in right here as well, because it is a background for what we're going to talk about. I was in San Francisco during the peak of the AIDS epidemic, and I operated, according to the New England Journal of Medicine, one of the the best journals in the world, uh, I had operated on more AIDS patients than any surgeon in America. And I saw how the government was covering up what was going on with the AIDS epidemic. And by the way, AIDS is a 100% fatal disease. Now they've given them drugs so they last longer um, and, and can give it to other people for a longer period of time. No one, no one was quarantined during the AIDS epidemic. And people were being covered with all sorts of body fluids of other people, giving AIDS to hundreds and hundreds of other people, and, um, and no one was quarantined. This coronavirus causes nothing more than the common cold, and it's uh, shutting down about half the world, so there's a different agenda. In 1993, I developed cancer, partly because as a trauma surgeon, you're operating night and day. When uh, there's a gang war in San Francisco or massive accidents, uh, you couldn't just say, well, I'm going home because I'm tired when you've got people outside your operating room on gurneys who will die or have or be maimed for life if you don't operate on them. So I developed breast cancer in 1993. But as a doctor, I knew that both chemotherapy and radiation cause cancer. 
if you go to the dentist for a little tiny x-ray of your tooth, they put a massive lead shield all over your body up to your neck because radiation causes cancer. So I already had cancer. Why would I allow someone to radiate me? Because that causes cancer. Chemotherapy also causes cancer. So that's crazy to do that. I wasn't going to do that. And I didn't develop breast cancer because I had too many breasts. So cutting one or both of them off was not going to cure me. So I searched for the cause. You see, doctors work at the wrong end of disease. They work at the wrong end of every disease, including cancer. They're always trying to poison out the tumor with chemotherapy, burn out the tumor with radiation, or cut out the tumor with mutilating surgery. But that's working at the wrong end. That's working at the symptom end, not the cause end. And so I started looking around for the causes of cancer, and I now know the causes of cancer. They're all in the medical literature, but we doctors are never taught them in our training, and I'll tell you why. They don't make any money. When you treat the causes of cancer, because all cancer is caused by ourselves, we are the ones who are damaging our own genes. If cancer were genetic, our great-grandparents would have had to have as much cancer as we do, but they didn't. In 1900, only 3% of Americans had cancer. Now over 50% of Americans will develop cancer in their lifetime. We are harming our own genes by the way we are living, thinking, acting, eating, and handling stress. And what the powers that be who are causing this uh, terrible lockdown and, and, and hoax of a pandemic, uh, they know that when people are stressed and anxious, they trigger their fight-or-flight reaction, which pours cortisol into their body that suppresses their immune system, and they're more susceptible to anything that comes along. These people who are supposedly dying of the coronavirus actually are older people who have all sorts of other diseases. You see, they picked the coronavirus for this hoax because the coronavirus causes nothing but the common cold, and there are hundreds of coronaviruses. Uh, there are hundreds of rhinoviruses, R-H-I-N-O, rhinoviruses, that also call the, cause the common cold. We have bacteria and viruses all over our skin, in our nose, in our mouth, in our gastrointestinal tract. They don't bother us unless we harm our body by not getting enough sleep, by being too stressed, by not eating right, by eating too much sugar. And then the germs move in to clean up the mess. And when they clean up the mess and throw the toxins into our bloodstream, that's when we get a headache or a runny nose or something like that. But these people who are dying... They're not dying of the coronavirus. They're dying of all the things they have, diabetes, heart disease, all, all sorts of other things. And just because they might have the coronavirus, or even if they do have the coronavirus, they're not dying of it. Uh, they pick that, as I said again, because almost everybody has it. So they can have millions of people. Oh, it's a terrible epidemic because millions of people have been found positive for the coronavirus. Well, that's craziness, and that's why they picked it. And this whole thing is, uh, has a different agenda, which we'll discuss. But I changed everything about my life. I changed the way I was eating, living, thinking, acting, and handling stress. And, you know, one of the biggest things, uh, first of all, diet is extremely important, but it's only one step in the 10-step plan. One of the biggest things you have to do is forgive everyone who's ever wronged you. You have to give up anger and grudge holding. You have to give up fear and anxiety and worry, and you have to give it to the Lord. And so uh, if you continue to hold on to lack of forgiveness or anger or grudge holding, you will trigger your fight-or-flight reaction, as I said before, and you will pour cortisol into your body. It will suppress your immune system so you can't get well. 
So people are going to get even more stressed over this, but if they understand that they're at no risk of getting anything major from the coronavirus, what they are at risk for is, see, they want everybody to be terrified, so they'll line up to get the vaccinations, and that's what will kill you either rapidly or slowly. So anyway, I am totally well and cancer-free. I learned how to get well. I changed everything about my life, and it's been 27 years, and I don't take any medications. I'm totally well. I can run and play basketball. I have no arthritis. And uh, last month I turned 83. (gasps) Wow. Fantastic. Oh, my (laughs) God. 83. Anybody can do it. And you're beautiful. I mean, absolutely gorgeous. I mean, your younger pictures as well as your pictures today, you are absolutely a beautiful woman. So, you know, when you say a beauty of health, I think you're walking that out um, today. Um, that, well, that's right. Now, Everybody with, can do it. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. With the coronavirus, I mean, it has us on a sheer lockdown. Just fearful to touch anything. People don't want to get next to each other. They're actually getting mean and honorary because someone is standing uh, closer than six feet to each other. Is this virus man-made and done on purpose to bring us into some type of submission to the government? Well, whether it's man-made or not, it doesn't make any difference. It doesn't cause anything more than the common cold. So people don't have to be worried about it. I mean, when, when, when the China, Wuhan, China was at the height of the epidemic, they said, oh, oh, 40 people a day are dying in China from the, from the coronavirus. Well, you know how many were dying every day of heart disease in China? 11,700. 11,700, and 40 people were dying of the coronavirus, and we don't even have any evidence that they were. You know, when people listen to the the, um, television, how many people do you know who are dying of the coronavirus? None. How many people do I know? That's one reason they want us to, quote, shelter in place, so we won't have any way of knowing that nobody's dying of the coronavirus. They're dying of other things, but they always have been dying of other things. So this is one reason, and the other reason they want us to shelter in place. By the way, shelter in place is just a fancy name for martial law. When the government tells you when and when you can and cannot leave your house, that is martial law. We are now under martial law. And what they're doing is they're bringing in communism to America. And they don't want anybody to resist. They don't want anybody to form citizen militias, so they keep everybody locked down in their houses. And they're going to extend this more and more and more. Then eventually what they're going to do, you see, is they're going to a cashless society. So you'll either have to have the credit card or you'll have to be chipped. They want to chip everybody so they can control everybody. And if you say anything against the government, as I am doing right now, you will then have your number dropped out of the computer and you will not be able to buy food or water. That's what they're doing. It's total control. It's communism. Most people who are alive now were not alive at the height of what was going on in the Soviet Union. I know what was going on in the Soviet Union, and it was horrific. Uh, I was over in uh, Kurgan, Siberia, when the wall was still up. And uh, you, you don't want to live like that, I can tell you. 
and uh, certain lots of books have been written about what went on during the Soviet Union, and that's what's coming to America, and it's going to be horrific. It's only going to get worse. We're never going to go back to the way it was. I believe that, and you know, it's funny you said something about the chip because um, as I was doing my research about the coronavirus and things like that, and I noticed in China and some parts of the uh, other parts of the world, people were afraid to exchange money because they were afraid the coronavirus was on there, and they were asking people to use their debit card or their cell phones. And there's a company in Wisconsin that's encouraging people to get the chips. They make the chips where they can put it in your hand and convincing us, trying to say, well, this is very easy and convenient, and this way your information is available. And I'm like, this don't seem right. This seems like we're lining up or preparing our minds and the next generation to accept this as the new norm. Not going to be a second generation. The children who are born now, there's not going to be another generation. This is going to go very rapidly. It's, it's, I, it's not going to be in weeks or months. It's going to be a few years. But this is going to go very rapidly. This is, there's not going to, we're not have, going to have to worry about a couple generations after us. What they have done with this common cold virus, uh, with a hoax, by the way, Pompeo has admitted that this is a um, – a live trial. This, that's what he said. He has admitted it, and he, um, he refuses to deny that the coronavirus pandemic is a hoax. Actually, we should call it a plandemic rather than a pandemic, a plandemic, because uh, last October, all of these elitist um, wealthy people who want to destroy the rest of us got together, um, and it's called a uh, 201 event, and they planned this whole thing. And there is information on the Internet about that. So uh, Pompeo has admitted that this is a live drill. So this is all a hoax to scare everybody, to make sure that they will take the um, vaccine, which will become mandatory, by the way, which will kill you either rapidly or slowly. We had no autism before vaccinations. We had no sudden infant death syndrome before vaccinations. We had no cancer in children before vaccinations and fast food and all that. Now we have whole hospitals designed for cancer in children. When I was young, no children had cancer. Even no middle-aged people had cancer. A few old people had cancer, but not very many. So this is the destruction they for the last 60 years, they've been destroying people with fluoride in the water. Fluoride is a terrible toxin. It has to be uh, treated as hazardous waste when they get rid of it. They're putting it in the water. People are drinking it. Fluoride does not decrease cavities, no matter what your dentist is taught. I was a dental hygienist before I was a surgeon. I believed that too, but it's not true. It is a toxin, and it affects your brain. Uh, fluoride is a major component of the general anesthetics we use in the operating room, which put you in a comatose state in about five seconds. Uh, it's also, uh, fluoride is also a component of Prozac and other antidepressants, which have a major 
derogatory impact on your brain and actually encourage you to commit suicide or kill your children or your spouse or somebody close to you. So fluoride is has been destroying America, as has the fast food and huge amounts of flesh food and energy drinks and coffee is detrimental because it is a diuretic. It takes more water out of your body than comes in with a drink. And your body is 75% water. Your brain is 85% water. Stress is very dehydrating. Eating flesh food is dehydrating. Drinking energy drinks, drinking coffee, drinking alcohol, all of those um, are dehydrating agents and make you more prone to disease. Wow. But, okay, with the coronavirus, as they're telling us, uh, the CDC and all the advertisement on the television and stuff, wash your hands. Keep your hands out your face. This is one way you can prevent from getting the coronavirus. Is that it's, is that safeguard information? Is that just some propaganda no, that, information? Well, that's fine, but it's just fine. the common cold anyway. It's good to wash your hands when you, uh, right. you know, have, have been out and about. Just wash your hands. You don't need any yeah. special spray for your hands or anything <laughs> like that. Just wash your hands. Um, and, again, it's no worse than any other cold virus. They're just trying to scare everybody. People want to know what you really need to know rather than how to protect yourself from the common cold is what they're doing under the guise of the common cold, and that is taking over America, making it into a communist country. That's what they're doing. They're also, as we talked about, they're going to go to a cashless society so they can control everybody. They're frightening people into taking a vaccine. The vaccine they're making is called an mRNA vaccine. That's a messenger RNA, which is a different kind of vaccine than they ever, ever had before, and it controls your immune system, and not in a good way. They're going to tell you, oh, you need this to make your immune system better, but it will make your immune system worse, all right? They also, by, by uh, this shelter-in-place, have shut down the protesters in Hong Kong. They've shut down the Yellow Vest movement. They've shut down the protests by the, the Chinese in Wuhan, China, who last summer were protesting strongly yeah. because yeah. they also yeah. already have very bad um, – pollution in their air, and they're going to build another big waste uh, center, an incinerator center in the area of Wuhan, China, so it shut them down. Um, Now they're in America, they're nationalizing the food chain so they can starve anybody to death that they want. I saw them during the Wuhan episode. They were actually nailing people into their apartments. They were nailing their doors shut shut from the outside. How would those people get any food or any water, you see? And um, so they can starve people to death by uh, not only by dropping their number out of the uh, computer when they go to a cashless society, but by confining them to their homes. And... um, then they will um, uh, uh, – this is all about population extermination, too. If you go on the website, you go on the Internet and uh, put Georgia Guidestones, Georgia Guidestones, which are in Alberton, Georgia, in America, that's the American Stonehenge. That was put up by the elitists in the dark of night, 
And the first one is it says um, keep the population of the world at 500 million. Well, there are 6 billion people. They plan to get rid of 5.5 million, 5.5 billion people within the next few years. This is just the beginning because the elitists want the world for themselves. So it's also population extermination. And they've been practicing that for a long time. Chemotherapy and radiation are population extermination because they both cause cancer. They don't get you well. Some people survive it, but they're never really well. And then the cancer can always come back or they get some other life-threatening disease. And vaccinations are killing our children. When I was a child, we had to have six vac vaccinations before we entered the first grade. Now children have to have 52. That's one of the things that caused Gulf War syndrome in our military is because they were giving them sometimes 18 vaccines at a time, nine, nine together in their arm, nine together in their leg. Some young recruits collapsed immediately. This is, you know, when you inject people with damaging bacteria and viruses over and over again, uh, this, this can eventually kill them. Um, so then we uh, also can have if people dissent. Uh, they can take them away. There are guillotines in the FEMA camps now, and if you think that's uh, strange or weird, I can tell you that um, <clears throat> uh, decapitation by guillotine has now gone mainstream because it's in the ICD-9 coding book, and I'll tell you what that is. The ICD-9 coding book is put out by the World Health Organization, and it's used by every hospital and every doctor's office for billing because it has every possible diagnosis in this ICD-9 coding book. Recently, they have added to the coding book for which you will get charged for is decapitation by guillotine. That has now been mainstreamed in the ICD-9 coding book. They're also going to crash the economy, and the, the economy crash is actually due to the Federal Reserve Bank which took over our money supply in 1913. Our money supply is supposed to be handled by Congress and, and, and given to banks at no interest, and yet the Federal Reserve came in and stole our money supply, and that's one reason we pay such high taxes is the interest on the money they make for virtually nothing and then circulate to the banks at interest. So they took over our money supply, and they've controlled us ever since. And let me tell you this, you say, oh, well, these things are unconstitutional. Well, we're not under the Constitution. You go into any courtroom now, and you will see gold fringe on the American flag. When you see an American flag with gold fringe on it, that means the, con the uh, Constitution has been suspended, and we are under maritime law. Under maritime law, you are not innocent until proven guilty. You are guilty until you prove your own innocence. The Constitution was suspended in 1933 and has never been reinstituted, so they can do anything they want. So uh, we've already seen that they have done about 15 things. There's going to be massive unemployment. They're going to destroy the ability of people to survive. They're enforcing martial law. They've eliminated all professional sports, so when people are forced to stay home with this martial law, they don't have any basketball, baseball, football, anything to watch, except guess what? They have now made porn 
pornography free to watch. So they're destroying the minds and the hearts and the spirituality and the goodness of Americans. And people, once they are allowed to leave their homes, you know, Trump, Trump, the president doesn't run the country. He gets his orders from the Council on Foreign Relations, which gets their orders from the Rothschilds in the city of London. That's where it all comes from. That's why Trump said, oh, well, I hope we're back to work by Easter. Oh, no, now maybe we're going to have to have another month. Oh, no. Because they're telling him what to do. That's what happens with every president since John Kennedy. John Kennedy would not let the elitist and the, the um, deep state decide how he ran the country. So they shot his brains off on international television as a warning to any other president after him, don't mess with us. And that's when they took over America. And that's when they started bringing all these migrants in. By the way, in France, do you know, they got a lockdown in France except for the migrants. They don't have to be locked down. They don't have to obey the same rules. Only law-abiding citizens have to be locked down. But the migrants, they can roam around wherever they want and do whatever they want. And so there is, if, if you don't understand it now, you better think about it because there is an agenda going on. And people, this is communism coming in lock, stock, and barrel, and it's going to be ugly. And, you know, I'm sitting here with my mouth wide open and just in, like, okay, is this a movie? It sounds like a movie script. Um you know, playing out right before our eyes. And I know with this coronavirus and the immune system and weakening that through our food and through medication, people are very fearful. And, I mean, after listening to you, I'm like, okay, how do we talk some people off the ledge from jumping ahead of time or, you know, trying well, to commit people suicide? Because they, here's what's happened. Here's what's happened. God is still in charge. God is in charge. People have left God. Nobody studies their yeah. Bible. People have left yeah. God. So God is saying, okay, if you don't want me, I will let you see how it is to be controlled by the yeah. adversary, Satan. And so that's what's wow. happening. God is allowing Satan to control the world. I can tell you who the deep state is at the highest level, and that is the wealthy Illuminati Jews plus the wealthy Freemason Gentiles at the highest level. It's a cabal of just a couple hundred men or less. And they're the ones who are making these uh, decisions and planning to destroy America, bring in a one-world government with no rights at all. We will all be slaves, and most of us will be dead. Wow. So, okay, uh, with this coronavirus and how they have it out here, people getting the cold, getting the flu, or getting the upper respiratory problem, because they're telling us based on the symptoms that they're giving us from the news media and from other people, um, they first start off with a cold, then they have the fever, then they have the chill, so and they're having the upper chest problem, difficulty breathing. Um, I know you... If anyone's seen your um, been to your website um, to see the pictures of your cancer, and you did yours with all juicing, natural vitamins. I mean, how do we? No, no, no vitamins, no vitamins, food. See, God gives us a hundred percent guarantee in the Bible 
that if we follow his laws, commands, and decrees, we'll be free from every disease. But but the yeah. churches and the synagogue, synagogues are full of people who are sick and dying. So they're not following yeah. God's laws, commands, and decrees. And so you, yeah. you, you will not get sick if you're following God's laws, commands, and decrees. Yes, I drank a lot of carrot juice, so that was only one tiny part of the 10-step plan. Again, you've got to learn how to handle stress by giving it to God. You cannot say, you cannot hold grudges, you cannot be angry, you cannot say, well, I'm never going to forget this thing that happened to me, because you're killing yourself. You're killing yourself Mm -hmm. when you do that. Our bodies can't handle that. If you have financial stress, which they're going to put on everybody, if you have domestic stress, if you have job stress or lack of a job stress, uh, they know that that's going to make people more prone to disease because they're going to be stressed. And that's what God is really saying is uh, eventually everybody will have to decide who do you want to run your life. Most people don't have a guide for their life. They think they can handle it. But when here I was at the height of my career, I was the first woman orthopedic trauma surgeon in the world. Uh, At the time that I went to medical school, most of the medical schools in America didn't even allow women to apply. So here I was. I was the first woman chief of any orthopedic department in America, and I was at the height of my career. But with cancer, I was bedridden and dying. I had fourth-stage cancer, and at one point I was not expected to live through the night. I recognized that I needed somebody smarter than me to run my life. But most people think they can run their own life. They say, oh, I don't need God, you know, that's stupid. Now, I'm not saying you have to go to church. The organized church is not where you find God. You find God by reading the Bible and being on your knees and talking to him. Uh, That's the way you find God. Because because the churches and all are, are full of people who are sick and dying. Um, so we need a personal relationship with God. For the first 4,000 years of human history, nobody went to church. Abraham didn't go to church. Isaac didn't go to church. Uh, Elijah yeah. didn't go to church. Moses didn't go to church. And so, so we need a personal relationship with God, and, and God is still in control of the world. He has not lost control. He is allowing Satan to take over. By the way, these two groups that I told you about that have combined themselves, the Illuminati Jews and the 33rd degree Freemason Gentiles, both groups worship Satan. Wow. Both groups worship Satan. My grandfather was a 33rd degree Mason till he realized that he said, you can't worship God and be a 33rd degree Mason because you learn you're worshiping Satan. Wow. I'm just, I'm in just, I'm just sitting here all taking all of this in and the fact that we're now under some states are under martial law. And I was listening to the ABC news and it said in Italy, People aren't even able to be on the street without the paper. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, didn't Hitler have that set up? In order for people to move about within their community, they needed a paper giving them orders to where they were going and who. who Do you realize that's communism? That's communism. When I was in in Siberia, while the wall was still up, while it was still a communist country, by the way, our guide – who was in Siberia living there. She was all excited because she was going to go on vacation, but she was waiting for her 
visa to go to Moscow. That would be like if you live in Chicago and you have to have a visa to go to Washington, D.C. This is communism. If you have to have papers in order to leave your house, that's communism. And people don't even realize it. Yes, yes. This is what it's all about. It's taking over the world for communism, keeping everybody in their houses so they can't fight back. And then scaring them to death with nothing, with a virus that causes nothing more than the common cold. So then they will be forced to be vaccinated with a vaccine that will destroy them. So I guess my thing is this common cold. Seems like everybody's afraid. We're passing it from person to person, person to person. That and if I'm been with that's someone, that's always that's how it has been. People get the cold. It's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And even in the daycare, and if you go to work, someone's sitting there sneezing and carrying on, they're going to get it. It doesn't matter. When I go outside, I'm perfectly healthy. When I go outside and the bright sun hits me, sometimes I sneeze. That doesn't mean I'm sick. (laughs) You know, everybody's so terrified, and that's exactly what they want. (laughs) You're playing right into their hands when you are terrified. Yeah. So and people are. I, mean, I said people are afraid to death, and they're and it's counting to the point that they don't even want no one next to them. They're so afraid. But well, they should. They should have, turn off their television sets and open their Bibles. Okay. You, when you see these people with upper respiratory problem where they can't breathe, is that because the mucus and everything from the cold is built up on their lungs? Well, no, no, no. Of- you have to realize that the people who are dying that they're attributing to the coronavirus are dying of other diseases that they've had for years. Okay. They, okay. They, you know, if okay. you've had a lot of chemotherapy, you know, when when you if you die of cancer, they'll frequently put cancer first and then pneumonia second, or even pneumonia first, because those people get very sick. Their immune system is compromised from all their chemotherapy. They become bedridden, and when they don't move around, they get pneumonia. So you know, yes. pneumonia, yeah. or if they if they they can get a cold if they're very com- immune compromised. People who have uh, donor organs, if they've had a kidney transplant, they are on chemotherapy for the rest of their life. Many of them develop cancer from the chemotherapy. Now, they call it immunosuppressive therapy, but it's the same drugs that are for chemotherapy. It's destroying their immune system. So those people are very prone to getting other diseases, and if they get a cold, maybe they will get pneumonia and die. Maybe they will get a severe upper respiratory, but it's not just healthy people. They'll talk about, oh, this healthy person got it. None of us can ever verify that. They can tell us whatever they want. Uh, I just, I have on my website, I have two websites. I have drday.com, drday.com, which contains my uh, health information. And then I've got another one called goodnewsaboutgod.com. All one word, good news about God, all small letters, goodnewsaboutgod.com, where I have the information about the coronavirus right on the home page. But, but you see, I, I uh, put new articles up there every Monday morning, and I'm gathering them now. One guy went to a hospital, I think it was in France or Italy, where they're talking about, oh, the hospitals are overloaded. He went and filmed. There was nothing there. There's almost no cars in the parking lot. He went inside. There's nobody there. <laughs> 
This is all a hoax. People believe what they hear. They are not able to confirm any of these. You don't know anybody who's died that was perfectly healthy and died of the coronavirus, and neither do I, and neither does anybody I know. Wow. Now, what about the flu shot? Would you think the flu shot will have some correlation? First of all, vaccines don't work. Vaccines have never worked. Don't get a flu shot. The flu shot, even if it did work, is for last year's flu. It's not going to do you any good. That's another way to destroy your immune system. Flu shots are horrible. And they're telling the elderly, oh, well, now you're elderly. You have to get a flu shot that's four times stronger. That's going to kill them. They want to get rid of the old people. That's another thing they're doing with this. They say, oh, we're so overloaded. We're only going to treat the people between like 15 and 55. You know who came up with that one? Ezekiel Emanuel. Ezekiel Emanuel is Rahm Emanuel's brother. Rahm Emanuel was the publicity secretary for Obama. And Ezekiel Emanuel was all uh, with uh, Hillary Clinton to do Obamacare. They want to get rid of the elderly people. They say they're too expensive. They call them useless eaters because they're they're on uh, uh, they have retired and they're on Social Security and they're not con- working and contributing to the money supply that goes into the hands of the deep state people. So they want to get rid of them. So with this, they're saying, oh, we're not going to, we're just too busy. We can't treat those people. And they're setting a precedent. And this is what's going to happen in the future. And that's one reason that you better go to my website at drday.com and learn how to take care of yourself because they're going to deny elderly people health care. All right. Well, you know what? We're going to take a break. I have to check and see if we have a few callers and if they have any questions for you, Dr. Day. We'll okay. be right back. We just want to remind everyone you're on the D Hour Network. Tonight we are a pleasure. We are gifted to have Dr. Lorraine Day with us, and we're going to come right back. Thank you.
All right, you're back with the Be Hour Network, and I'm Marcia Thaddison, your host with For Your Help. Tonight is March 29th, and we have the pleasure with Dr. Lorraine Day, who has given us some real deep spiritual insight as well as some physical insight about what we are facing here, not just in the United States, across the world, with this coronavirus. Uh, I do have a, a caller that have a question for you, Dr. Day. Okay, go I'm ahead. I'm going to bring her on. Okay. Vernell, are you there? I'm sorry. Let me get her get her mic here. Vernell, are Hello? you there? Yes. Yes. Okay, Dr. Hi. Hi, Dr. Day. It's been a pleasure Hello. listening to you. Hello, Dr. Day. It's been a pleasure listening to you. Thank I'm you. in agreement and I'm I do understand everything that you are talking about. And I do understand that there's so much fear in the world. This is what they need to feed off of. But the people of the Most High, who are truly his, because he does have a people in this earth, we're waking up and we are beginning to, be, you know, to understand who we are as a people and who this fight really belongs to. This is not our fight. They're fighting amongst themselves. But uh, my mother cured my tuberculosis by using whorehound and I had that when I was when I when I was a child and I haven't been sick since so um it's it's interesting to see at this time how fearful the world is you know um like that's what they need so my question would be mm -hmm. Go ahead. My my question is, you know, understanding that this 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 political system, you know, the educational system, the the political system, the economics, religion, all of that, to me is being shut down, and that's kind of interesting to see all at one time globally, supposedly, but it's global that all of this is shut down, and as a result of that, you know. They are, even though they're the ones that are at the top, they're still men, you know, and they don't know. Like you said, God has has, has the power. He knows all things. And so um, how do you think this is going to turn out, you know? Um, this is the uh, beginning of the end. If you look, if you read Revelation, you'll see that all right. of this is predicted. I have known this for over 30 years that this was all going to happen, and I thought it was going to happen in my lifetime, and it, it is. And mm-hmm. so this is all predicted that we will be killed by war, by uh, pandemic, sure. by mm-hmm. starvation. The whole thing is there. And so mm-hmm. it's, it, we're not, we're not going to go back to where we were. This is the beginning of the end because all of this is predicted in Revelation, and it's really leading up to Jesus returning. That's what it's leading right. up to. Right, right. Yeah. I, I'm, and, I'm in total, total agreement with that. I, I am in total agreement with that, and I see that happening as well. So well, I appreciate here, what's, what's What's really important to understand is that uh, from the 6,000 years since creation, nothing has mm-hmm. changed until the last no. 200 years. Everybody uh, before that uh, grew their own food or lived in cities where they had uh, food grown right there. And they mm-hmm. uh, walked or they rode horses. And all mm-hmm. of that changed just 200 years ago. So for 5,800 years, nothing changed. So in the last 200 years, particularly the last 100 years and particularly the last 50 years, we have computers now. We have uh, mm-hmm. travel by air. We have all, all of these things have happened. The Bible says that the true followers of God will not be allowed to buy or sell. 
The right. only way they can do that is when they have a cashless society, and they can only have a cashless society when they have computers. Computers mm-hmm. only became available to the average person about 30 years ago. And so now they have the ability to do that, and shortly, as I say, 30 years ago, here we are, they're doing it. And so this is the beginning of the end, because when you're – you're going to have to trust God when they drop mm-hmm. your name out of the computer, and people' mm-hmm. hearts are going to be failing them for fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I agree. I appreciate what you had to say because I'm I'm in agreement with that. I'm totally up on prophecy, and when they talk about the time of Jacob's ladder, I mean uh, Jacob's trouble. Trouble, right? Really. Yes, the Jacob's trouble. Basically, it's going to be a lot of trouble for the Gentile nations, for the Gentile nations because they have done so much to the people of the Most High. So, you know, we're going to go through, but he says he'll deliver us out of every trouble. But according to the Gentiles and what they have done, especially this nation, which was built on deception, which was built on blood, which was built on the backs of slaves, you know, they're, they're, it's amazing to watch consequences take place right now. So to me, these, these are exciting times. Well, the times. thing is that the big, the big wealthy people don't care about the rank-and-file Jews any more than they care about the rank-and-file mm-hmm. Gentiles. They, they, they are just as uh, disposable as the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but, the, but the thing is that Satan does want to eliminate Christianity. He wants to eliminate all Christians and Christianity. But the, see, the mm-hmm. problem is when with, with the Holocaust, all the people say, never forget, never forget. Guess what they're doing when they say never forget? They're killing themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. don't forgive and you say never forget, never forget, never forget, mm-hmm. you're killing yourself. One of the mm-hmm. things that I had to do in order to get well, I had been married to my husband for Almost 20 years, we have two sons, and then I found out that he had his 30-year younger married girlfriend living in our summer home, all right? Mm -hmm. Now, that's not fun to go through, I can Mm -hmm. tell you. And so, but when I developed cancer, I had, the only way I could get well is that I had to write a letter to both him and his girlfriend asking for their forgiveness. For the things that I had said about them, they were all true, but I hadn't said them in the right Mm -hmm. spirit. There's nothing more humiliating and humbling than to have to write those letters, and I had to mail them. Yeah. Okay? So you have to forgive. Any group that says never forget is going to destroy themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. All right. The power of forgiveness and the power of love is so powerful. There's a book called uh, Feelings Buried Alive, Never Die. And in that book, it gives an example about some American soldiers coming into a Nazi camp, uh, uh, concentration camp to liberate some of the Jewish people there. And it was one man that was there, had been there six years, but didn't look like he had been, he just walked into the concentration camp. And he talks about how he went up to the American soldier saying, I can help you with the paperwork because I speak five languages. I'll be able to do this. And every day he came to these American soldiers who would become worn down and depressed, being in those concentration camps, processing the paperwork. And when it got to this, I forgot the guy's name, got to this guy's uh, his name to come and find out, he's been there six years. He says, I choose to love and forgive my enemies. 
You see, nobody and, ever talks about what uh, what uh, Stalin did and what uh, Lenin did. They killed a hundred million Christians. They killed a hundred yeah. million tr- Christians. They starved ten million Christians to death in in Ukraine. And of course, the other thing that we have to consider is with the Holocaust in Auschwitz. Auschwitz, they had a plaque for years and years and years that four million died there. But Francis Jick Pieper, who was the curator of Auschwitz, changed that plaque, and he's Jewish. He changed it to one and a half million because he, he realized that they could not have uh, killed four and a half million and um, uh, cremated their bodies because there wasn't enough time to do that in the period of time that they said it was happening. So they reduced that number. They've changed the plaque. You can go on the Internet and see it. You can go over there and see it once you're out of lockdown, like us. And, and they changed it from 4 million to 1.5 million. Well, then where did those 2.5 million go? We still hear 6 million, 6 million, 6 million. And yet they admit that, that 2.5 million less people were killed at Auschwitz. Nobody ever talks about that. Everybody's got to start being honest. Right, right. You see? So it should be only three and a half million died in the Holocaust because one of their own has decreased the number at Auschwitz by two and a half million. So how come we don't see that? And if there are three and a half million Jews died at, at, at Auschwitz, I mean, in the Holocaust, why don't we have any memorials to the 10 million Christians who were starved to death by the Bolshevik Revolution in Ukraine? Why don't we have that? Why? You see, every, there's a lot of uh, agendas going on here. I know, I know. We have another caller. Of, her name okay. is Marcia. Marcia, you have a question for Dr. Lorraine? Yes, I wanted to uh, talk about the the coronavirus and the uh, suppressed immune systems of people who already have immune deficiencies. And what would you say to them in this, these times that would help them uh, keep their immune system up and that they can continue to go forward? I understand you're saying it's uh, quite like a cold. And what would you tell them? Uh, the well, if they already have suppressed. If they already have suppressed immune system because they're not living, eating, acting, thinking God's way, I would say go to my website at drday.com and learn how to take care of yourself and get your immune system back in shape. There's no quick fixes. Vitamin C doesn't work. By the way, you know, that, that's that been around for a long time. I had IV vitamin C. Um, I went to four clinics in Mexico. I tried 40 different types of alternatives. None of them worked. And my tumor kept getting bigger and bigger. My tumor on my... A breast was the size of a, of a grapefruit, okay, and it was terribly painful. And I tried all these alternatives. When I did IV vitamin C, my tumor grew. And they're suggesting, oh, you should use colchicine. Well, you should see the side effects of colchicine. The, the, the second on the list, there's about 80 side effects. I mean, not colchicine, chloroquine. Chloroquine, there's about 80 side effects of chloroquine. The second one is attempts at killing oneself, can you imagine, oh, oh, for the common cold, I'm going to prevent the common cold by taking a drug that will encourage me to kill myself. That's craziness. It's, it's a common oh. cold. If people have diabetes, type 2 diabetes, which is adult onset diabetes, you can cure in six months. You just have to change the way you're living, thinking, acting, eating, and handling stress. That's what you have to do. 
and you can get rid of your diabetes type 2. You can reverse your cancer. You can reverse your heart disease. You can be well. God promises. Um, That was the other thing that I was going to, Emma Stone, that was the other thing that I wanted to say. If we would turn our faces unto the Lord, and he said he would heal our lands. And uh, I I believe that's that's part of our uh, problem in the world, that we have turned away from the Lord. And he's waiting on us to turn back. And as we turn back, then he will heal our lands. And in uh, Psalms 107, in 19 and 20, he talks about he sent his word and healed us out of all destruction. And and I just believe that um, as we go forward in, in, in whatever comes upon us, he said that in Timothy, he said he did not give us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And I believe once we get back into the word, once his people get back into the word, and once we begin to call upon his name, he said he will be there. And, he and will be there, and he'll things. go through the mess mm-hmm. with us. But this is the time right. of trouble that the Bible says will be worse than any that's ever hit the earth. Right, and that's in Matthew where he talks about Roman wars and rumors of wars and, and all the things that will come upon us. But I believe right. the, 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 the key thing is us turning our faces back and, and coming back to love each other and coming back to forgive each other and, and, and then um, coming back together as family. Because the family also, um, as they said, a family that prays together stays together. And the family was so strong, even in my mother's time, um, and how she uh, tried to keep us together and, and, and make sure. And we came around the table eating good food, and that's where we had our conversations. And that's where laughter, because laughter is good medicine for the, for the body also. Absolutely. That, all, those, Absolutely. all those things, I believe, once we get back to and, and what I'm looking at is, you know, regardless of how they're saying we're on uh, uh, we can't go this place or we can't go that place or we can't go this place. To me, it's a time for the family to come back together. It's a time for us to get to know each other, a time for us to love each other, a time for us to, to look at each other and say that we do forgive each other, and, and, and whatever the case may be uh, or whatever has stopped us from being family. And that, to me, is the most important thing. And once we begin to do that then it's, and, and call on the name of the Lord, he's going to heal our lands, and he's going to protect his people. He said he would be there for us. He would never leave us nor forsake us. Well, that's and I right. Truly, He'll truly go through the trouble with us. But remember, right. the disciples, almost all the disciples died martyrs' deaths. So that doesn't right. mean that we're not right. going to go through a lot of bad stuff. Right. And, and, and even in that, that we do not deny our faith. Even in that's that, right. Because is, they're going uh, to make us sign on. Sign on to worship Lucifer, and if the people who don't do that will go to the camps, and they got a red list and a blue list. I've been on the red list for 30 years. I know that. <laughs> so when when they start picking up dissenters, they're going to start picking up people like me, and they've got the camps ready for them. They've got the blue list. Will be, they'll be taken to the camps for re-education. The red list will be taken for decapitation. Uh, my husband, who just passed away at the age of 90 last July, was a long-term U.S. congressman. His name was Bill Dannemeyer. He was a congressman from Orange County, California. He was in Congress for 14 years. In 1991, on a day that he was actually on the floor of the House of Representatives, they told him there will be no more uh, votes today. You can all go home. But four, four congressmen stayed behind and passed the bill under the radar that allowed the government to kill Christians just for being Christians because they have declared that the worship of Jesus Christ is an idol and the penalty is death by decapitation, and that is on the books now. 
of America. And Trump just reaffirmed that and signed it uh, at the request of the Sanhedrin and, uh, in Israel. And so there is on the books of America that the government can kill Christians just for worshiping Jesus Christ. If you don't think that that is <laughs> uh, communism, see, this is the great controversy between good and evil, between God and Satan, and it's been going on since the Garden of Eden. And so they want to eliminate any vestiges of goodness and of God. They have a God, which is Lucifer, but that's Satan. Wow, I'm just, I'm sitting here and I'm just in awe. Because, you know, as you listen to, now here we go again, the media and the news, and maybe we should stop, I should stop watching the news and the media because he's had all these Christians in there praying with him, touching his shoulder, praying with him. What is that about? What image is that giving us? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Touching his shoulder, what do you mean? What? Yeah, you know, you've seen these, uh, so many of these uh, pastors going into the White House, sitting around President Trump and other presidents in the past, and putting their hands on their sho- on his shoulder while they're praying for him and this nation. So yeah, well, that's that- that's not that's not the right group that's in there advising him. I can tell you that for sure, because that again is that that group is all controlled by the adversaries of God. And it's the same cabal that's running it, and they own all the media as well. They own all the media. And so when you watch television, you're watching what they want you to hear, not the truth. And so uh, what we have to do is we have to go to the Bible and find the truth in the Bible. And that's what has to lead us and not not, uh, the television set. So they have all sorts of horrible things on the books of America. And as I said, there's gold fringe on the flag. So our uh, Constitution has been suspended. So they can do whatever they want. And and the only way that we have any uh, ability to get through all this is uh, to know the Lord. Right. Now, your book... Uh, about what the government isn't telling you, or what the government, um, what the government isn't telling you. Well, no, that was a book a I wrote of- twenty years ago about AIDS. AIDS, what the government isn't telling you. That that okay. one. But I, the thing is that I have on my website at goodnewsaboutgod.com. I have two uh, articles. The communist. You are watching the communists take over the U.S. and the world under the cover of the hoax. Uh, COVID epidemic, and then I've got another one called What is Really Happening in China? The Illuminati Has Put Out the Order, Kill the Goyim, Death by Vaccination. And so these are the uh, two, you know, I'm going to read you a quote from the Protocols of of the Elders of Zion. It says, quote, It is indispensable to utterly exhaust humanity with dissension, hatred, struggle, envy, and even by the use of torture, by starvation, by the inoculation of diseases, by want, so that the Goyim see no other issue than to take refuge in our complete sovereignty. So this is what they think. And here H.L. Mencken, who was a famous journalist in America who died in 1956, said this. This is a quote. The whole aim of practical politics is to keep the populace alarmed and hence clamorous to be led to safety 
by menacing it with an endless series of hobgoblins, all of which are imaginary. And that is exactly what they're doing now. This whole pandemic is imaginary. It is not going to kill the coronavirus. is not going to kill anybody. Uh, vaccinations will, because uh, vaccinations, the, the vaccinations have never decreased uh, diseases. The diseases were decreased by child labor laws, where children were no longer allowed to work in the mines for 12 hours a day, where they had housing laws where whole families could no longer live under a staircase or in a, a room that had no windows, sanitation laws where they were no longer throwing their waste material into the street. When those laws were put in place, the incidence of disease dropped like a rock. It came down 95%. That was all before the introduction of vaccinations. Since the introduction of vaccinations, Americans have become sicker and sicker and sicker. So the coronavirus, the flu epidemic, all of this is telling people, so wearing these masks is not going to do you any good. No, not at all. Not at all. You don't have to wear masks and gloves. There's been a new virus that came out every second year at an election time. There was the bird flu, the swine flu. By the way, I know all these people. I've worked with all these people in the CDC and the National Institutes of Health. Um, when the bird flu came out, oh, it's going to be the terrible epidemic, and doctors were going to have to quarantine patients with the bird flu. So I called the CDC. Uh, by the way, I've been to the CDC many times. I've been advisor for the CDC. They're all liars. I know them. They're liars. They're a government agency. They're working at the behest of the president. They have a whole foundation uh, they promote vaccines like crazy. Uh, Julie Gerberding, who at one time under Bush, the younger Bush, was the head of the Centers for Disease Control. I worked with her almost every day at San Francisco General. She's an infectious disease doctor. She was supposed to be neutral on vaccinations. But when she left the CDC, do you know where she went? She's become president of the vaccine division of Merck and just turned in some of her stock last month for $11.6 million. million. Wow. Wow. So I know these people. So your message for the people here about being fearful, first of all, don't fear. Um, Don't fear because that will just destroy your own health. Do not be fearful because it will destroy your own health. And forgive, learning how to forgive and love one another. That helps build up your immune system, help you to stay healthier also. Um, But the only way you can do that is to know the Lord. That's not within us without the Lord. I agree. I agree. I agree. All right, we're going to take another break. Uh, you want to remind our listening audience, you're on the D-Hour Network. I'm your Marsha Patterson, your host, and we'll be right back. She set me free. It's gonna take a miracle. Yes, it's gonna take a miracle. 
All right, you're back with the D Hour Network. This is Marcia Thaddison. I'm your host with Dr. Lorraine Day. Dr. Lorraine Day, um, I know a lot of my listening audience, some of them may think, oh, my God, this cannot be true. This is sound real radical, real too far right or too far left with this thinking of the government manipulating a virus to bring around martial law or changing the mindset of people being submissive, submissive, what am I trying to say, submissive, submissive to the government. Now, how do we address that? How do we get people to open their eyes and see and have an ear to hear when something like this is happening right before our eyes? Well, first of all, um, I, I can't, nor can you, get people to open your, their minds. Only God can open the minds and hearts of an individual. Our job is only to get the information out there so the people whose minds and hearts have been opened by God will be able to understand it. I'm looking right now at a document that I just got off the Internet this last week showing that it's it's dated November 15, 2019, where the Center for Disease Control, now this is before any um, coronavirus people showed up in America and really before they showed up in China. Now, you, well, first of all, let's talk about China. What they don't tell you, and I've got documents for this, is that last August in China, they passed the law saying they were going to start forced vaccinations, which was implemented on December 1st. The other thing is on October 31, they started 5G over there, 5G, which is very uh, detrimental to health. So they started 5G in the Wuhan, China area on October 31st. They started forced vaccinations on December 1st, and by the third or fourth week in December, they had sick people, okay? Now, the Mm -hmm. Centers for Disease Control advertised, this advertisement is dated 11-15-2019. Guess what they were advertising for? Public health advisors for a quarantine program. That was last November. Not only that, just a few weeks before we had the coronavirus supposedly come to America, uh, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, all these guys dumped a whole bunch of stock. So they knew all this was coming because they're part of the people who were involved in, in causing the hoax. So they knew it was coming. There are all sorts of things that show us here. here they were looking for uh, public health advisors for the quarantine program just a couple months before this all hit the fan. So you can, you can think you're – I know people don't want to think that the government wants them dead. But you read a book by uh, R.J. Rummel, which is called Death by Government, you will find that throughout history more people were killed by their own government than were killed by invading armies. When people get power, they want control. And they're, the, the group that's running the world right now wants the world for themselves. Again, I have at least six roadmaps. Look at the January 10, 1963 congressional record. They talk about doing these very things. They talk about, this is 1963, the promotion of homosexuality as a normal, healthy lifestyle. Well, I can tell you this. I took care of these people for for years at San Francisco General. 
I know the self-destructive lifestyle that they have. The average male homosexual has a 30-year shorter life expectancy than the average heterosexual because of their sexual practices. This is not bigotry. I want them to be well. I want them to be well. They're killing themselves by their sexual practices. We tried during the AIDS epidemic. Again, nobody got quarantined. They were giving AIDS to everybody. They had bathhouses, which were not for taking a bath, by the way. They were just orgy sex shops where hundreds of gay men went in and and exchanged all sorts of disgusting body fluids, everything, with hundreds of others. And we doctors at San Francisco General went down to the owners of the bathhouses, who were all gay men, and we said, you've got to close these down. They're killing each other. And they said, hey, look. We're making money by keeping the bathhouses open, and you're making money by taking care of their illnesses. So it's a win-win. Wow. Wow. Wow, that is sad. You know, we need to learn how, like you said, love and look out for each other. Now I have a question uh, uh, regarding blood order. I have a uh, one disorder. This is uh, one of my listening audience wanted me to ask you this question regarding blood disorder for sickle cell. What about blood disorder for sickle cell patients and people? What about, well, sickle cell is a genetic disease. If it's genetic, it, you can you can make yourself a lot healthier by following the health plan that I did. There's even people with uh, a juvenile onset diabetes. Juvenile onset diabetes, that's t- diabetes type 1, is totally different from diabetes type 2. Diabetes type right. 1 is caused by, is not genetic. Sickle cell is genetic. But diabetes type 1 is not genetic. It's caused by vaccinations and by um eating, uh, drinking milk and eating dairy products because there is a protein in the whey portion of the milk and dairy products that is almost identical to a protein that is in the cells in the pancreas called the islets of Langerhans that produce insulin. So when a child is given milk and dairy products, they can um, develop these antibodies that can't tell the difference between this foreign protein coming into their body, which is from a cow, and the protein that's in their own insulin-producing cells, and those antibodies destroy their insulin-producing cells. So they have to be on type 1 diabetics, have to be on insulin the rest of their life. That is, but you can reduce your insulin requirement by at least 30% by following the plan that I, that I live on now that I used to get well and I still live on. And, again, that's on my website at drday.com. You can read information about it there. And, um, and you will be a lot healthier if you live, eat, and handle stress like I do, even if you have sickle cell. But, but it's a genetic disease. God, God, see, there are genetics, genetic diseases, which cancer is not genetic. Cancer is not genetic. I don't care if you've got 10 people in your ancestry that had cancer. That's caused by the way we live, think, act, eat, and handle stress. If you live, think, and eat, and handle stress like your parents did, you'll probably get the same diseases. You know, if you have a very obese woman walking down the street with two obese children, on one on each hand, that's not genetics. The mother is feeding her like she is eating, all right? So that's not genetic. All you have to do is change the way you live, eat, and handle stress, and you can get well. There are a few genetic disorders, sickle cell um, uh, there's a Tay-Sachs disease in Jewish people, Sephardic Jews. 
there's um, various, but they're, they only uh, com- comprise about one-tenth of one percent of all the deaths, of, of all the deaths from every other disease. So 99% of diseases, heart disease, uh, Parkinson's, cancer, all the big killers we do to ourselves. And I'm telling you that, oh, I wouldn't give to myself that disease. No, I didn't do it purposely. I'm a doctor. Doctors don't right. know about how to get anybody well. All they do right. is give you drugs. Well, there's no disease ever caused by a deficiency of drugs. You know, say, oh, I developed high blood pressure because I've not had enough high blood pressure drugs in my life. Now, if a doctor puts you on high blood pressure drugs, he tells you you have to be on them for the rest of your life. Why? Because they don't cure your problem. They only artificially lower your blood pressure while you're, all the things that you're doing to cause high blood pressure, keep, you keep doing. We've got to stop doing the things that cause high blood pressure, which are the way we live, think, act, eat, and handle stress. That's what we've got to stop doing. And that's what, uh, you know, a year before I was diagnosed with cancer, I was diagnosed by biopsy at Loma Linda University and at Scripps Hospital in San Diego, both places. I had uh, biopsies to to prove I had cancer. All that information is on my website. And um, a year before I was diagnosed with cancer, I was diagnosed with Parkinson's. And I had a pretty severe tremor. But when I started getting well, from my cancer, I noticed that all of my Parkinson's symptoms went away too. And that's when I realized all diseases are caused by the same factors. Yes. I have a uh, caller online. Laura, you have a okay. question for Dr. Day? Yeah. I'm at your website now. and I mean, all this information is just so awesome. I mean, you've done, I mean, the fact that you've turned your life around, your health around, and and I'm just trying to see where do I get started to just turn my health around as well, in which it doesn't have a diet. I'm just trying to see which book offers the diet plan here for me to just well, really again, it's not a diet plan. First of all, it's okay. not a diet plan. Diet right, or the is, plan is, that you use. Yeah. If you are on my website at drday.com, is that the one you're on? Yes, ma'am, I am. Okay. If you go there, if you just scroll down a little bit, and it says mm-hmm. you'll see, you'll see where it's. Oh, here my computer's here. Um, oh, there's a lot all over the place. Now? If you just if yeah. you just scroll down a little bit, okay. and you'll mm-hmm. see it says Super Starter Package. What do I need to get started on this health plan? If you have a serious life-threatening disease, you need the whole starter package. I have many other things besides that. But the thing is, if you want to learn how to live, eat, and handle stress, you can start out by getting the book, Getting Started on Getting Well, that has a lot about the diet. It also has spiritual information and physical information and the, the DVD called You Can't Improve on God. Because, you see, God has given us a 100% guarantee that if we follow okay. his laws, commands, and decrees, we'll be well. And so you can't improve on that. So I've got a DVD, you can't improve on God, and getting started on getting well. If you go all the way down to the very bottom of my website, you will see that mm-hmm. all of these are listed, and you can click on any one of them. So you can't improve on God, and getting started on getting well is a good place to start. Also, my book... 
I will give you back your health again, which, by the way, Mm -hmm. is a promise from Jeremiah chapter 30. Mm -hmm. Uh, It Mm -hmm. has a huge amount of information on all aspects of the plan. Okay. Okay, yeah, I I see that. And um, it's just that it was so much, it was a big, the superstarter package. So that's what you're recommending. I do. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll talk about that. Okay. Great. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Uh huh. You're welcome. Are we still on? Hello. Hello. Yes. Have you have a question? Oh, for okay. Dr. I didn't. I didn't know if we were still okay. on or not. Okay. Yes. Now yeah. I want to say one more thing about you know people say oh that's just the conspiracy theory. There are no conspiracy <laughs> theories. There are conspiracies. People conspire, and what we're living in right now is a conspiracy of the elitists, the wealthy, both Jews and Gentiles, who are pulling this over on us and bringing communism into America. All right. So this is a conspiracy that's going on. But there are no conspiracy theories. There are only lies and truth. If someone says, oh, that's just a conspiracy theory, what they're telling you is they're either so lazy they don't want to figure it out for themselves and study, or they're liars because they don't want people to know the truth. So just smearing somebody with the idea, oh, that's just a conspiracy theory, uh, that's because they're either liars or lazy, because it's either a lie or the truth. On my website, I have all the information proving that this is the truth. So if you who are listening think it's a lie, then what you should do is send me the documentation that you can prove it's a lie and I will look at it. But don't just say, oh, that's a conspiracy theory, because that's an easy way to smear somebody and be so lazy you don't have to do any research for yourself. So there are conspiracies, but there are no conspiracy theories. It's either a lie or it's the truth. Okay. Yes. All right, we have a caller that has a question. Caller, you have a question for Dr. Day? Hello? Hello. Can you hear me? Ma'am? I can hear you, but I can't hear anybody else. Okay, you have a question for Dr. Day, though. Okay, okay, apparently she's not saying nothing. All right, sorry, Dr. Day. Okay, Okay, there's another. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, there's another thing that they're proposing. They're they're also saying, oh well, if you get the coronavirus, you don't develop antibodies to it. So then you're going to get it again and maybe again, and and you can give it to somebody else when you don't even know you have it. I mean, this is all booga booga. It's just to scare people. You see, because at one one place, I've got an article that I'm looking at right now. Uh, which is from a medical website that says the FDA approves centuries-old blood treatment for critical coronavirus patients. They say if you give the plasma, which contains the antibodies, the plasma is a part of the blood, if you give the plasma to a patient who has a coronavirus, that can help get them well because it's got antibodies. But on the other hand, they're telling us, oh, you don't develop antibodies to the coronavirus, and that's why you might get it again. Well, you see, they're talking out of both sides of their mouth. Either, okay. either it's a lie that you do develop antibodies or that you don't. But every disease you're exposed to, you do develop antibodies. That's why when I was a kid, if somebody in the neighborhood got the chicken pox, 
Well, the mother would call all the other mothers. They'd bring their kids over for a party <laughs> so they could get exposed to the chicken pox, so they could get them, which is a mild disease, and they would have immunity for the rest of their life. If you get a vaccination, it doesn't give you immunity because you've got to get revaccinated, revaccinated, revaccinated all your life. Wow. Wow, wow. So do you recommend any vaccination shots or any shots that people should take from a physician standpoint? Vaccinations don't work. You know what? They have never really tested vaccinations to prove that they work. Now, you might think that that's crazy. Oh, they would never do that. Yes, they do. Because what they what they do is they develop, develop a vaccination, and then they say if, like the experimental animal, develops um, uh, antibodies to that vaccine, that then they say it's a good vaccine. Well, what they've never done in any vaccine is see if those antibodies actually will cure the disease if you get exposed to it. They have never done that because they know it doesn't. Because we know that in groups of people where they've all been vaccinated, say for the whooping cough, a lot of them will still get the whooping cough when they're exposed to it. So vaccinations don't work. And they contain mercury, which is horribly toxic. The government says that mercury has to be eliminated when you throw it away as a hazardous waste. And it causes bone cancer. Mercury causes bone cancer, and they put it in the vaccines. Aluminum is in the vaccines. It causes Alzheimer's. I mean, these things, they've got cancer cells in vaccines. They're horrible. And see, children's diseases like measles, mumps, chicken pox are all just self-limiting diseases, which mean you get sick, and then in a few days you get well. They're self-limiting. They don't need treatment, and they don't even need prevention. Once you get them, you have lifelong immunity. If you get a vaccination for them, you never have immunity because, again, as I've said, when you have groups that are 100% vaccinated, many of them will still get the disease, so they don't protect you. It is a way of destroying your immune system. And you say, oh, well, the government would never do that. Oh, yes, they would. I know these people. That is their plan. Go, go to www.georgiaguidestones.com or just, just uh, Google Georgia Guidestones, and you will see that it says that the New World Order plans to eliminate 5.5 billion people soon. This is the beginning of that. You watch. Just watch. Remember, we had this conversation. You watch. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. And, you know, for us with the coronavirus, people, we're still fearful of the coronavirus. And um, I think one thing I've, I want people to listen to when they start their next week or start their day is first, as we talked about, is to trust God and to believe him and read the word and uh, to trust him. Because his word gives us a peace, it gives us health, and also to build up one immune system. And you have the ten steps that you use through your book yes. on building your immune system. And I always, I've always had previous guests that's been on this show, ladies um, here in Atlanta. Her name is Brenda Cos, who was diagnosed with um, ovarian cancer and breast cancer, and she started juicing and using natural foods. 
to heal her body. And many people who have been on this show have come and brought their testimony and their um, their skills and their knowledge of what they've done to taking care of their health. One thing I'm a big fan of is uh, fermented foods. What do you think about fermented food as part of building your immune system? Well, just think about this. Did God make them fermented? No, he made them fresh. <laughs> so yeah. I eat it the way God made it. I know okay. there's all this stuff out there about fermented foods. I tried fermented foods at the beginning when I had cancer. My tumor kept growing. But, you know, when I was eating wow. God's way, a totally vegan, vegetarian diet of fruits, grains, and vegetables, mm-hmm. I was eating the right diet, the diet I still eat. But when I had done nothing more than changed my diet to the right diet, my tumor still grew because it takes a lot more than just changing your diet. You've got to change everything about your life. You see, it's, it's like a mousetrap. If you have a mousetrap, a mousetrap has five parts. It's got the platform, it's got the spring, it's got the thing that yes. goes down and kills the mouse. But if you remove one part of the five parts of the mousetrap, it doesn't just it work, work four fifths as well. It doesn't work at all. So in order to right. be well, you've got to do the whole plan. As I said, you've got to drink a lot of water. The body loses 10 glasses of water a day just by living, even if you don't get out of bed. You will lose 10 glasses of water. You lose it from breathing. Your breath is moist. You'll fog up a mirror. You breathe 24 hours a day. You lose it from perspiration even when it's not hot. You lose it from from uh, eating because when you eat, your body has to take uh, water from your cells and put it into your stomach to make digestive juices. All that's lost through the kidneys and the colon. So you lose 10 glasses of water every day just by living. And when you drink coffee or caffeinated soda, anything with caffeine and alcohol is a diuretic. It takes more water out of your body than comes in with the drink. As I said, the body is 75% water. It's not 75% coffee. It's not 75% Coke. It's not 75% milk. It's 75% water. Your brain is 85% water. Every thought you think is transmitted on waterways. When you don't have enough water, guess what? You won't remember who you are. And that's one of the causes of Alzheimer's is dehydration because people don't drink water and they're drinking coffee and alcohol and energy drinks and caffeinated tea and all this sort of stuff. So we've got to drink water. We also uh, have to get to bed at the right time. The healing hormones are produced between 10 p.m. and 2 o'clock in the morning but they're only produced if you are asleep. If you're awake, you're not going to get them. So you've got to get wow. to bed at the right time. Also, cancerous tumors grow twice as fast if you're breathing indoor air as outdoor air. Now, you see, air and water, now I don't suggest you drink tap water, so water's not totally free. But don't drink tap water. It's got fluoride. It's got all sorts of other terrible things. And drink distilled water. And people say, oh, well, if you drink distilled water, that will leach all the, the, the minerals out of your body. Now your minerals are attached to your cells. They're not just floating around free. 
So you're not going to leach. I've drank, I drink uh, distilled water and have for 27 years. I'm not leaching the minerals out of my body. I have the energy of a 30-year-old. I still work full-time. I am totally healthy. You can drink distilled water. It's the best water to drink. You get your vitamins and minerals and all that from the food you eat and the juice you drink. So you, um, you, you need to eat the proper food. When you eat fresh food, meat, poultry, and fish, they contain no water. They contain no fiber. So they leach your body of a lot more water than fruits, grains, and vegetables do because they all have water in them. So when you eat meat, poultry, and fish, not only does it not have water, which dehydrates your body, they have no um, uh, fiber in them. So they slow down your intestinal process, and these dead animals, the carcasses of dead animals that you're eating, rot in your intestine. They cause diverticulitis, which sometimes can cause you to have an operation to remove part of your colon. They rot in your intestine, and the blood vessels that go through your intestine take up those rotting, putrefied substances and deliver them to all the cells in your body. You see, so and not only that, when you eat flesh food, you're eating the hormones of the animal, which encourages the growth of cancer. You don't need any more hormones than the ones you've got that God gave you. You don't need to eat the hormones of the animal. People say, well, where do you get your vitamin B12? You know, well, where does the cow get its vitamin B12? From eating grass. You can get uh, vitamin B12 from eating green leafy vegetables. I, in my book, Getting Started on Getting Well, I show you what vegetables contain vitamin B12. Uh, you don't have to eat the carcass of a dead animal in order to get it. I want to tell you something else about uh, germs. You see, germs don't really cause disease, and that will make everybody gasp. Well, if you see a dead animal in the road and a vulture eating it, did the dead, dead animal attract the vulture or did the vulture attract the dead animal? Well, the dead rotting animal attracted the vulture. If you have a garbage strike in your town and there is uh, garbage uh, all over your front yard and the rats and the mice and the flies and the insects are eating it, did the uh, pile of garbage attract the cleanup crew, the rats and mice, and all, or did the rats and mice attract the garbage? Well, obviously, the rotting garbage attracted the cleanup crew. If God didn't give us this cleanup crew on the earth, then everything that was decaying and rotting would be around forever. So God has given Correct. us the vultures and the, the rats and all that. And that's why God says that we should not eat unclean animals because the unclean animals, if you want to be well, you don't eat any uh, dead animals. But if, if you eat animals, you should not eat like um, a lobster and clams and uh, uh, pigs and all that because they eat the, the garbage of the earth. And God says, mm-hmm. don't eat something that eats garbage. All right? So yeah. it is in, the, in nature, the garbage attracts the cleanup crew. Well, God has given us the same thing on a microscopic level in our body. We are covered with germs. We are covered with bacteria and viruses. There are on our arms, on our legs, they're in our nose, they're in our mouth, they're in our our gastrointestinal tract. In fact, if you're eating properly and your immune system's working properly, 30% of your immune system is the good bacteria in your colon. 
Okay, when you take antibiotics, you wipe that all out. And that's one reason people get sick, because they're taking a lot of antibiotics. It wipes out a third of your immune system. But you see, we get ourselves sick by the way we live, think, act, eat, and handle stress. If we're stressed, if we don't get to bed on time, if we're eating too much sugar, by the way, when you eat sugar, you paralyze your white blood cells for five hours. Five hours. Wow. Your white blood cells cannot protect you. So if you have, okay, waffles and syrup for breakfast, and you have a candy bar after lunch, and you have some dessert after supper, you have immobilized your immune system, paralyzed it for all day. And that's one of the things that's making people sick, you see? And so uh, it is the germs that will move in to clean up the mess of dead and dying tissue. It is not the germs that cause the disease. They move in to clean it up. See, germs don't cause disease any more than flies cause garbage. Garbage attracts flies. It's the dead and dying tissue in our body from the way we're eating, living, and handling stress that allow the, 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 the germs, the viruses, and bacteria to move in and clean up the mess. When they clean up the mess and throw the toxins into your bloodstream, you get a headache, you get a runny nose, you don't feel well, and then you go to the doctor and he gives you an antibiotic or some other drug that stops the clean-out process, and you feel better, but you aren't better. You see? Wow. And so it's germs don't cause disease. The coronavirus doesn't really cause anything. What it does is if your immune system is not working right and you are, you know, breaking down, then the virus moves in to clean up the mess. It throws the toxic products into your bloodstream, and then you develop symptoms. It's not caused by the, the sickness. is not caused by the coronavirus. It's there to clean up the mess. Wow, uh, that that is a lot. Now, give people your website because I've been on your website and I've looked at some of your books and your information. Um, really good testimonies of other people who've taken this journey uh, that you've taken. You know, you was the forerunner on this journey to get your health back, and others have taken that journey behind you. And there's great testimonies of people. So I'm encouraging people to um, take a look at your website and the books also because to have this information, not just on the Internet, I think it's good to have it physically in your hand so yes. we can pass this information down from generation to generation because if we do, if we do get into a, a new world order, and I've always had a problem with downloading books and having things on Kindle, and I'm like, no, 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 because if I, my Internet shuts down, my information and this knowledge is gone, and we don't know what information can come back up that they would want us to see. So, Well, they're going to my, eliminate a, a lot of truth. They're already, you know, censoring the Internet a lot, and so they're going to censor my books eventually as well. So, again, you need to get something when when – all of the electronics go down, which they will eventually, then you will have something to read by the sunlight, and that's a book. 
okay? Because, again, you're going to have to learn how to take care of yourself because they're going to eliminate yeah. all doctors. I knew that 35 years ago when I was on a committee of the National Institutes of Health, and they were having us discuss a certain question, and I thought, why are they doing this? And they did it with every question in medicine. They had experts get together and decide on the issue, and I thought, wonder why they're doing this. And the answer is because they're going to eliminate doctors. They're going to eliminate doctors because they don't want us to live anyway, and you better learn how to handle your own health, and you can. I haven't been to a doctor in 27 years. I don't ever get wow. sick. I don't ever get sick with anything. I don't get colds. I don't get the flu. I'm totally well. I don't go to doctors for blood tests or anything like that. I actually do it God's way. God is a whole lot smarter than a doctor. You see, doctors develop cancer, Parkinson's, heart disease at the same rate as the general population. And doctors die from cancer, heart disease, and Parkinson's and every other disease at the same rate as the general population. So if a doctor doesn't know how to prevent or reverse his own cancer or any other serious disease, how in the world can he do it in you? He can't. All he does is give you harmful drugs that have between 50 and 80 horrific side effects, which will cause additional disease, for which he'll give you more drugs. And, and the Bible calls drugs, sorceries, and witchcraft. In right. Revelation 18.23, right. it says the whole world will be deceived by their sorceries, and that word is pharmakia, which is pharmacy, which is drug medication, yeah. because everybody wants a quick fix. God says there's only one way to get well from disease, and that's change the way you live, think, act, eat, and handle stress. There's no other way. Yeah. And then the book, like you, you said earlier about the food we're not to eat, it gives that, explains that in the book of Leviticus, the, all yes. the dietary laws given us right. to eat and follow. Yeah. I truly believe that, and I'm trying that to get there. I'm not there all the way, but I do. A lot of the, um, some of the um, things I have, taken off my plate completely and do not eat anymore right because well I the didn't other know thing that is that, that, that uh, uh, meat chicken and uh, meat poultry and fish are very filthy now they're very filthy with a cow all they do is core out the cancer cut out the disease they put that in sausage that's what they put the disease part in sausage and they send the cow off but it's still got cancer in its bloodstream even if you've cored it out, you still have the cancer, and that's why people are getting so sick. Uh, and much, much of the flu, when people think they have the flu, it's actually food poisoning. Wow. Now, you consider yourself a vegan, vegetarian, or how? Right. what category is it? Your, um, that's what I am. I'm a or... vegan, vegetarian. I don't eat any animal products. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, she, and I tell you, you look great. You look great. Give, us, give the listening audience your website. So they can take, uh, I have um, two websites. It's one is drday.com. That's D-R-D-A-Y.com, all small letters, D-R-D-A-Y.com. And the other one is goodnewsaboutgod.com. One word, goodnewsaboutgod, one word, all small letters, goodnewsaboutgod.com. And on that one, I have uh, all the information about the coronavirus. There will be more articles uh, put up. If you go in there, click at the top of the home page where it says latest postings, find out what happened this week, and then um, I post new ones every Monday morning. So if you look at it any time after Monday mornings, uh, you will find all the newest information that's going on in the world um, 
on those latest postings. And some of it you might find very disturbing, but I can tell you I've been at this 30 years. I know what's happening. And I've had my life threatened by the government as well. Wow. Wow. Now, I have a question. One of the listening audience is, um, you mentioned earlier Georgia Guidestone. Is that correct? Are we saying that correctly? Yes, Georgia, like G-E-O-R-G-I-A, like the state of Georgia in America, huh? the Georgia Guidestones, G-U-I-D-E, like guide, and then stones. Mm-hmm. Guidestones is one word. Uh, just Google okay. Georgia Guidestones, and you'll see it's it's the American Stonehenge. It's a gigantic monument, and it has yeah. all of these laws in that they're going to pass in four different four different languages. And in English, it says keep the population at 500 million. Well, we already have over six billion people in the world. That means they're going to have to get rid of a lot of people, and this is the beginning of that. Wow. So they've, they've killed 56 million Americans with abortion. 56 million or more. And that's wow. what Ma- Margaret Sanger started Planned Parenthood for eugenics, yes. for killing babies. Yes. That's what it was started for. Yes. And they've done that yes. and they're killing people with drugs. Uh they're killing people with fluoridation. They they're just destroying the person's immune system. And so you need to get get aware of that and start eating, living, and handling stress properly, or otherwise you're just helping them kill you. Wow. That's all I can say. It's just, it's, it's, this has been overwhelming and just having my mind blown with this information. But it's opening, and you know what, my ears were kind of perked already. My eyes were already seeing some things. But I guess sometimes you don't want to believe can this really be happening the way they think it? You you see it unfolding, this pandemic. But again, it's all in the up. Bible. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all in the Bible. And you know, President President Trump was downplaying the pandemic, um, the coronavirus. Well, you know, it it passes just like cold and flu. We'll be okay. Well, he and was right. He people. was right. He was right until his superiors said you've got to rev it up you've got to rev it up yeah. see he is beholden to his superiors because when he had all his casinos he was going bankrupt guess who bailed him out the Rothschilds yeah. also he's been with uh, Jeffrey Epstein on the Lolita Express they've got all sorts of stuff on him so he yeah. has to do what they yeah. say so he was starting out telling the truth till they said look no we've got to scare the people more Wow. Wow. That is something. All right, we're going to take another break from our listening audience. You're on the D Hour Network. We have our guest with Dr. Lorraine Day, and we'll be right back.
Welcome back to the DIY Network. This is Marcia Patterson, your host for your help, and my guest is Dr. Lorraine Day. Dr. Lorraine Day, I just want to thank you so much for taking out time on your Sunday evening where you could have been having your feet up and relaxed. 
but the information you give them today was so powerful and it's enlightening. It had me it's had me thinking more deeply on what I need to be doing as a Christian, uh, representing him with my business, as this blog talk to get the message out. For people to have this on the table, have a discussion. And not only that, we see things just one-sided because you've given us another side to look at and go deeply into saying, wait a minute, let me look at this with some reason and some questioning behind instead of taking everything as face value. So uh, for that, I applaud you and I thank you um, because well, I you, have been an example. you have been well, an example. You have been an example very much. Of, how you feel your body. Well, you know, um, I thought it was interesting. During the break, I heard uh, the beautiful voice of Whitney Houston, and I just want to tell you that all of this ties together because she died a very suspicious death, and there's evidence that the same people who are doing this to our country were involved in her death, Michael Jackson's death, and Joan Rivers' death, and many others. Yeah. Okay, wow. so, you know, if you think that, oh, you know, this is, I have a lot of evidence for those things, and particularly Joan Rivers and Michael Jackson, even more than Whitney wow. Houston. But Whitney Houston died under very suspicious circumstances, and, of course, she was more valuable dead than alive to her handlers because when she's dead, her um, her albums are in much greater uh, uh, yeah. they're much greater sellers the same way with Michael Jackson so these yeah. same people yeah. who are involved in what's happening to our country are the ones who are involved in their deaths. You know, I had a conversation. She was on the line with us, Brunel, and we we're having a conversation about the coronavirus. And she said to me, she said, Marsha, I want you to take a look at this coronavirus and how it is um, impacting our entertainment industry, how it's impacting the, our economy, our, uh, what else was it, the religious, the schools, and the politics. All this has an impact on this. So it's all been manipulated and everything, and it's taking it down and revealing some stuff about this. Yes. Let me read you 11 things that the Frankfurt School, which is the Marxist communist school in Germany where all of these people operate out from, uh, it's called, they, they're planning this for America, the creation of racism offenses, continual change to create confusion, the teaching of sex and homosexuality to children in the schools, the undermining of schools and teachers' authority, huge immigration to destroy identity, the promotion of excessive drinking, the emptying of the churches, an unreliable legal system with bias against the victims of the crime, creating dependency on the state and state benefits, controlling and dumbing down of the media, and encouraging the breakdown of the family. That's their goal. They have accomplished that. Wow. 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 You know, (laughs) you know, we bringing this corolla information and wanted to have people to have peace and wanted people the to only way they'll find it is with the lord amen amen <laughs> amen i stand in agreement with that i stand in agreement with that because i'm like okay now that she's given all this that it's probably rattling some more people because you know 
about 10 years, maybe it's been 10 years ago, I was invited to, a friend of mine told me about this church to do a, a, uh, they were doing a natural disaster training program here in Georgia, out in Fayetteville. And she, my friend of mine said, well, Marsha, anytime I do a canning class or teaching the class on uh, making milling fresh wheat into flour or whatever we're doing, I'm always talking about being prepared to help food short-term as well as long-term. And I went to, I called the church and said, hey, can I participate in your natural disaster training program? And the church told me, they said, ma'am, it's a three-day training. You can only attend one day. And I said, why is that? She said, we are a closed pod. What is You're a what? closed pod? A closed really? pod. Yes. Right. I said, what is a closed pod? She said, yeah. a closed pod with organization trained with CDC, FEMA, and the Red Cross for two years. If there's a war, natural disaster, civil unrest, they get the food and the medicine first. And they only service their people. That's a part of that pod. Yeah. So if I yeah. went there, they would send me to an open pod. And I said, well, who would set up an open pod? And she said, the Red Cross of FEMA will have an open yeah. pod set up. And yeah. what I realized that there's many closed pods. You have corporation, private citizens that have participated right. and trained to have closed right. pods. Right. So right. as we know it, our reality. Are you in Georgia? I am. I am in Georgia. Yes, ma'am. Then go and drive to Elberton, Georgia. That's where the Georgia Guidestones are. They're in Elberton. And the reason they're in Elberton okay. is because that's on a ley line. The ley is spelled L-E-Y. It's an occultic line that the occultists believe goes through Elberton, Georgia, through Washington, D.C., and through New York. So that's why it's in Elberton, Georgia. It was erected in the middle of the night. Nobody knows how it got up there. So go look at the Georgia Guidestones in Elberton, Georgia. They're right there. All right. We will check it out. We're going to be leaving. I just want to take the time to say thank you so much for being on our show. Listening audience, please take time to do your homework and research the information because Dr. Lorraine Day has given us a lot to think about and a lot of research for us to be aware of what our time and season in this world and what's going on. So I just want to thank you so much for being on my show. Thank you so much for having me. Bye-bye. All right. Have a blessed week. You too.